I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. Well, hello, everyone out there in podcast land. This is Craig here with a very special episode of Beyond the Mouse that I wanted to bring you today. In fact, we are talking about a brand new show that's going to be coming to Disney Plus this week on July 21st. And I want to give you some details and maybe even go behind the show that is called Behind the Attraction. We've had a lot of firsts on this show over the last year and so grateful for the interviews and the opportunities that we've had, Um, but this really ranks right up there in terms of one of the coolest experiences that we've been able to have and something that we're the most grateful for, and that is that Disney Plus invited us to be part of the press to cover their new show, Behind the Attraction. And let me tell you, as a fan of the Disney parks and the Imagineers, and even the Imagineers that we've been able to speak to over this last year and since the podcast was made, this show is everything I wanted it to be as far as what it does to tell you all about the different attractions that we have come to love. And it does drop on July 21st. So I wanted to give you a a bit of background about that. I also was able to participate in a press conference as well. So I just wanted to take a few minutes here and tell you a bit about the show that's going to be coming up and some of my impressions of the episodes that I've been able to watch uh, prior to their release here. Just again, Thank you to Disney for this opportunity. We're very grateful for that. But let's just dive right in. So what I got to do was sit in on a virtual press junket where they had four different Imagineers come and also the director, Brian Volkweiss, who really is the creator of Behind the Attraction. And you might recognize his name because he also created The Toys That Made Us, a very popular series on Netflix. If you've ever checked out those particular episodes or that show in general, you will get the same kind of vibe and feeling in Behind the Attraction, which I think is just a perfect way to show you the backstory of these attractions as they move along. And uh, it's just a great way to be able to immerse you and give you the information that you want and lots and lots of information in kind of a comedic way. And it it allows for uh, you to take so much away from it as an audience member looking at this and seeing these attractions in a way that you hadn't seen before. But going back to the press conference, they also were joined by four Imagineers, Jeanette Lomboy, Mark Levine, Vanessa Hunt, and Dave Durham. These are Imagineers in all different aspects of the company. For instance, Jeanette Lamboy is actually uh, the person that is partially responsible for bringing Alani to us all. Her and Joe Rohde partnered up on that project. She's also doing a lot in Disneyland as well. And she's featured heavily throughout the series, particularly in the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror episode because, uh, of course, Tower of Terror has turned into Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout in Disneyland, and Jeanette was a big part of that. Mark Levine is a story development Imagineer, and so he does a lot of the writing of the story that will go into these attractions. He's worked on projects like Pandora, he's worked on the cruise ships, and just numerous other projects throughout the world as well. 
Dave Durham is primarily in the blue sky kind of front end. These are the concept designers for the attractions. He's kind of the one that gets to dream up what we're going to be seeing years and years in advance. And then Vanessa Hunt uh, was super interesting because she is an archivist. And so she gets to take all of these notes and these concept arts and things from Imagineering. And she is really the one uh, that helps to preserve all of that. And in that role, she actually did get to work with the executive producer of Behind the Attraction a couple of times. She got to tour around the Disney archives, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, because of course, Dwayne Johnson is the executive producer of Behind the Attraction. And you are going to be able to see him later this month in Jungle Cruise. Vanessa mentioned uh, to us that when he came through the archives, he was just like a fan, but he was so immersed in Disney and in the Disney attraction. So one of the questions that she received was, is The Rock really into all of this Disney stuff uh, now that he's the executive producer or, or what's the backstory there? And she can tell, she told us that he truly is a fan and it was just a really remarkable thing to be able to take him through the archives and to be able to experience that. So let's go back into what Behind the Attraction truly is and I'll fill you in on some of the things that also came up uh, while we're talking about it at the press conference. One thing that I thought was really interesting at the press conference in particular was when Brian mentioned that when you're planning out an attraction at Walt Disney World, at Disneyland, any Disney park across the world, what you need to do is not only focus on the attraction that you're building now, but you have to know that if you are uh, putting down electrical lines, if you are moving things around underground, you have to think almost... 5, 10, 15, 20 years in advance to know and kind of map out in your mind what you're having an impact on in the future as far as how the parks are going to look and how future attractions can run. And I thought that that was so interesting because that's the kind of detail and things that you just, of course, make sense when you think about city planning and urban planning. But when it comes to theme parks, it's not something that you readily have come to mind. Uh, and it was just interesting that, that he mentioned that. He also mentioned how they were able to decide which attractions they're going to be featuring in hopefully what amounts to the first season, although they did not make any announcements at this press conference that uh, I attended. But he did say that they came up with a list, an initial list of about 100 attractions. And so they took that initial list of 100 attractions and were able to scale it down to about 30 attractions that they really wanted to focus on. And then from there, they worked with Disney and Disney Plus and Imagineering, and they came up with 10 attractions that they really wanted to focus on in this first set of episodes. And just so you know, those 10 attractions are the Jungle Cruise, which of course makes sense with Dwayne Johnson having a Jungle Cruise movie coming out very soon. Fan favorite, The Haunted Mansion. Star Tours which is really neat because Star Tours, they can talk about the history of Star Wars in the park and go all the way up to Rise of the Resistance. The Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. And of course, part of that episode, they are also going to go in and show you the conversion. It only took 11 months to change from the Tower of Terror to Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. It's just incredible what they were able to do. And uh, you get to hear a lot from Joe Rohde, Jeanette Lomboy, who really led that uh, project to be able to get that off of the ground and get changed over. 
Space Mountain, one of my favorite attractions. We get to learn a lot about that. We get to learn about the castles in one episode. Uh, this is an episode that I am very intrigued by because uh, just in getting to talk to Tom K. Morris uh, for the podcast, he helped design the castle in Disneyland Paris and just the stories there and how they go about making this icon of the park is just going to be really fascinating to find out. They're also doing one on the Disneyland Hotel, which I imagine would also go into other resorts as well. So they kind of give you the resort feel on behind the attraction because those hotels are so immersive, just like those rides. And uh, that, that's something that they want to keep you themed all the way throughout your vacation or whenever you're visiting any of these Disney parks. Of course, they had to do It's a Small World. They're gonna do trains, trams, and monorails, which I am excited about. Again, talking to Disney legend Bob Gurr last summer, it was exciting to learn about how uh, they put on all these different ride vehicles and uh, transportation and getting people from one place to another in such a large theme park. And then the last episode uh, that is listed is the Hall of Presidents. So it'll be those 10 episodes. Now on July 21st, you'll be getting five of those episodes. And I believe that those five episodes will be The Jungle Cruise, Haunted Mansion, Star Tours, The Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, and Space Mountain. So you'll get to hear all about those attractions and what went into the planning and the execution and how they have continued to thrive today, not only in the original park that they were built, but many of them being uh, transplanted and changed all around the world to satisfy Disney customers from all walks of life, which is just a really cool way to do that. Um, I will say that I don't want to spoil too much here for you. It, it's odd to say I don't want to spoil something that is readily available. You can go and find out all the information about these attractions. There's books written on these attractions. But what I like about this series and being able to watch it, and, and the reason why I think that you as a Disney fan in particular are going to really love this series is that they give you so much information that maybe you didn't know before. It's really interesting because when uh, we were listening in to the Imagineers talk at the press conference, it was mentioned, uh, I believe by Dave, that when you see an attraction, uh, you're really only seeing like 2% of that attraction. You're not seeing the bones and the storytelling and the concept art that went into that. Um, it, it's kind of like it was, it, the analogy was made that an attraction is like an iceberg. And it was Brian that brought that point up that really you're only seeing what's on the surface and you're not seeing all the work and all the uh, components that go into an attraction underneath. And so this story, it does a great job of chronologically walking you through these attractions in a way that's fun and entertaining, keeps you really involved in the story, and allows you to see the men and women who brought your dreams and their creative energy to these projects. And what I like about that too, you know, of course, I love the Imagineering story, the series that Leslie Iwerks did that launched Disney Plus really. What I liked about that is that you were able to get the whole story of what makes an Imagineer and uh, what their passion and where that passion comes from, and also kind of a chronological storytelling of the entire Disney parks as a uh, component of the Walt Disney Company. What's cool about 
This behind the attraction is that they really take you in places that I was surprised Disney allowed them to go. They would take you kind of backstage and show you how things work, show you um, these blueprints of the ride vehicles and the ride mechanics. It was just, it's a really neat deep dive into the uh, wonderful world of these Disney attractions. It was just so, so great. Again, can't tell you enough how much I really appreciate this as a series, and I think that you're just gonna absolutely really love it. One thing that uh, Mark Levine mentioned, and again, he's the story guy, so he put it really well at this press conference. He said the through line to all of them really goes back to Walt, and he was always driving his Imagineers to do something that they had never done before. And of course, we know those stories, right? We know the story of Exitensio being kind of plucked from animation and being set, told you're going to start writing lyrics and stories to these attractions. And now we have Pirates of the Caribbean. We, we see Yo-Ho, Yo-Ho, A Pirate's Life for me because of someone that Walt was able to pluck out of a different area of the company and put to really good use and creative energy somewhere else. And that's something that is, again, just uh, throughout this series, you're going to see examples of that continue to come up and to come up and to come up for sure. It, it's really remarkable to be able to listen to these Imagineers and to understand the breadth that of what is Imagineering. I mentioned earlier that the four invited Imagineers during our press conference uh, were all from different areas of Imagineering. You had someone that's an archivist, you had someone that's a, a story person, someone that's working on the blue sky, and then someone that's truly executing uh, and bringing the project to opening day, it's, it's really neat to learn more about the people that get to bring the magic to us. And I know that that can sound a bit cheesy, but they really get to work together as a team and bring these rides and attractions that millions of people will enjoy for years and years to come. And honestly, I don't think that we give them enough credit for that. And so that's also why I love Behind the Attraction, because you do get to start really understanding the people that made the magic. Of course, we know the big top names. We know that in Star Tours, we're going to hear a lot from Tony Baxter, right? But Maybe someone else that is just as important in that process is Tom Fitzgerald, who a lot of people know, but might not know his full story. So you get to hear from Tom Fitzgerald in that episode. Uh, you get to see all the people that are coming up behind them, this new group of Imagineers that just continue to bring things like the Disney Wish that's going to be coming out next year, uh, bringing Tron to the Disney parks. You get to learn all about that from these Imagineers and really give them the credit that they deserve. So I, I know that this has been kind of jumping back and forth a bunch here, talking to you about these episodes and uh, about this series that is coming to Disney Plus on July 21st. I just want to kind of start to wrap it up here by telling you that, again, I, I've gotten to watch... Uh, many of these episodes and I have learned so much about these attractions that I already loved and I love just that much more. 
I will tell you, um, one of my favorites so far has been to really learn much more about the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror and how that came to be, and then also how that translates into other parks. When they brought that to um, Paris, for example, what they had to do, or when they brought it to Tokyo and had to introduce it to a Japanese audience who had no idea what the Twilight Zone was, so they had to completely change the story. And it, it's just so cool to see those concepts translate from park to park. Of course, the Haunted Mansion episode is something you're going to see Raleigh Crump. You're going to see Yale Gracie. You're going to see those Imagineers that really helped bring that vital attraction to life. Yale Gracie and Mark Davis and their competing visions and what ended up becoming just the perfect attraction for a Disney park. Uh, Another one that I absolutely loved watching was Space Mountain because it's just one of my favorites. So, and it's again, it's one of those rides that is in nearly every Disney park around the world. And I will tell you what, nothing has wanted to make me go to Disneyland Paris more than watching them design and build Space Mountain for Disneyland Paris because I that is a bucket list ride for me. If I could ride that someday, I would be just so happy. Speaking of so happy, what an experience. It was just so great to be able to cover this show, to be able to learn more about it from these four Imagineers and also from the director and the creator himself. Uh, and I just want to say again, thank you to Disney for the opportunity. It's a big deal for us here on Beyond the Mouse to be able to cover this kind of event for the first time as an official member of the media and uh, looking forward to where we go from here. But where can you go from here? Well, of course, if you are new to the podcast and you want to listen to some of our old episodes, please just search for us on any podcast app of your choice. I might recommend that you go back and listen to some of those Imagineer interviews that we've done. We did get a chance to talk to Bob Gurr. We've also spoken to Tony Baxter and Rolly Crump, also Tom K. Morris and Kevin Rafferty. Those are all names within Imagineering that come up again and again throughout these series and something to definitely check out. Go back and listen to some of those episodes while you're watching Behind the Attraction or maybe in this time between now and when they get released later this week, you can go and listen to those episodes now to kind of get a primer for what you want to do. I do encourage you to also follow us on social media. You can find us on Beyond the Mouse Pod on Instagram, Beyond Mouse on Twitter. We're also on Facebook, Beyond the Mouse Podcast. But we also have that Facebook group, Beyond the Mouse Podcast Pals. And they're going to be the first people uh, when I post this to learn the, of this opportunity that we had to cover behind the attraction. So definitely go and check out that group because we love interacting with our listeners. And uh, other than that, I just have to tell you how excited I am for you to see this show because it is so good. It is going to be one of those things where you're going to want to check this out first thing on Wednesday, July 21st. You get the first five episodes then, and then they will be releasing the second five episodes a bit later on this year. Just so excited for everybody to see this, excited to nerd out about these attractions with you, excited to give the Imagineers their due, just excited about everything with this show. So again, Behind the Attraction, July 21st, right there on Disney+. Plus. Definitely go and check it out. 
I guess uh, I'm so used to having other people around to help me wrap this thing up, but today it's only me, so I will say, for Beyond the Mouse, I am Craig, and I will see you real soon in the front row.